Welcome to a special Memorial Day episode of The Woodhounds. My name is Joe, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Dan. Dan, tell everyone hello. Hello, Woodhounds. And yes, this is a special special Memorial Day edition, an extra podcast for you to listen to this week. So hope you all are enjoying your extended Memorial Day weekend. And Joe, it's good seeing you. Yeah, it's real nice to be here. But I think we need to say, Dan, that let's recognize we have a large international following here on the Woodhounds podcast. And at least in the United States today, we celebrate Memorial Day, which is a national holiday that was established to honor those who died in, in American wars. Yes, we, uh, we pay tribute to those who paid the ultimate price serving the, uh, the country here. So. And Memorial Day for me growing up was always that, uh, that last, uh, that, that's when school ended. So I always remember Memorial Day because I played in the band and we'd go to the cemeteries and we'd uh, do, a, you know, we'd do a performance playing around at the local cemetery. So, yeah, it's kind of like the unofficial start of summer, you know, the, yes. the, the schools are out on or around Memorial Day and we we celebrate with a day off uh, it's always on a monday there's a lot of community picnics and parades uh, organizations will go decorate graves in the cemeteries and put up uh, flags on on the headstones and it's just an enjoyable family-oriented uh, event yes and that kickoff to summer is a big one because the other thing as it kind of ties into firewood for me anyway, the kickoff to summer is when a lot of people start having those backyard fire get togethers around the fire pit burning you know, recreationally yeah. recreational firewood, I guess you call it. Mm -hmm. That's when it kind of starts. It's like that transition from heating your house with it <laughs> to uh, being able to go outdoors and gathering around the campfire. Yeah. And mm -hmm. As you said, heating your home with it. Ironically, uh, I also usually shut down my outdoor wood boiler uh, this last weekend of May. So, Do you? my wood boiler has been going all month. Um, there's been some chilly nights, but the main thing in the you know late spring now is I I benefit from heating my hot water. So, mm -hmm. we usually turn ours off around Easter, um, but Memorial Day for us is when we get our tomato plants in the ground oh yes yeah we plant our seeds on tax day which is <laughs> april 15th because that's six weeks out from memorial day and then you plant your garden on memorial day weekend oh yeah there you go mm -hmm. you take that extra day and by now all of the spaces where you've been mowing grass where you haven't trimmed you got to get your trimmer running <laughs> you uh take this weekend to mulch put mulch around your house and clean up your your flower beds and and the shrubbery around your house and yeah it's like i said it's the kickoff to the summer season the start of summer oh and i have a feeling it's going to be a great one you do yeah i just have a feeling yeah. it's gonna be a good summer yeah i think you're right there's a lot uh, to be grateful for and uh, living in the United States of America and being part of this podcast, Dan, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. And like I said, I mean, I'm one thing that um, for those of that have 
followed the, uh, the back for you live streams. Like that's the fire outside fire pit. You know, I think one day I should like, maybe re- we should come up here and record a podcast around my fire pit. Cause it's, it's a nice little gathering place. <laughs> so let's change the subject right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer you coming down here. But, well, but, you know, you could bring your fire pit along because you have a, a portable one, correct? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys uh, aren't familiar with our YouTube channels, we had a live stream at my wood yard last fall. October. Yeah, we had a number of YouTube channels here. There was Dan right here from Back 40. There was Outside with Scheib. There was Adam from Hometown Acres, Bob and Kent from Metza Machines. And I had my fire pit out and I got mocked because of my fire pit because it was too small, too cold. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know if you could fit a 16 inch split of firewood in that. I mean, it was like the size of a dinner plate. Like that's what it looked like. <laughs> we were it was like all one of those little, it was like a tea light. One of those yeah, tea candles that we were all from. just huddled around this thing, elbow to elbow, trying to stay warm and, you know. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> I felt the peer pressure of keeping up with the Joneses. So I immediately had to go out and get a new fire pit. Yeah, But you know what, though? Let's talk about, you know, firewood. We had mentioned that you go from heating your house to going outside. And this has long been a a belief that I have had. And I bet you that this could be, or this has been addressed somewhere out there in, you know, like anthropology or world history. But I believe that firewood played a central role in the socialization of human beings on planet earth. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I really do. I think about, you know, when people were living in the caves, when we were the cavemen, that when we started uh, building fire, when we learned how to start fires and people started cooking their meat over top of it, I just see how everyone felt like it was safe to gather around and they would share And that's where socialization of the world began. And it began with firewood. Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you think about the cooking, I mean, you have to wait for that food to cook over the fire. So you gather around the fire waiting, then you eat. And then afterwards, if, you know, it's nighttime, it's dark. The source of light is the fire. So. Mm -hmm. I think that is just the way people got to know each other, the way they got to trust each other and, uh, you know, the way to uh, live in peace instead of living living at each other's throats. Where the wheel was invented around the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was round, right? Yes. You never know. Uh Uh-huh. I just wonder though, where did they buy, where did they buy their fire pit at? Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. Well, like I mentioned, like you have a portable fire pit. Mine is actually built into my, to my deck around my little tiki bar and my pool. Right. uh, But I think, you know, you could almost pretty much have a fire anywhere. I mean, I've gone camping where I've dug a little hole, put some rocks around it, you know, made a little campfire. Mm -hmm. I had learned in Boy Scouts that, you know, you should ring your, your fire with rocks, but they had always stressed that you should never put, I think it was a sandstone 
kind of rock because they always i was always warned that if the rock got super hot from a fire there could be trapped water inside and it could explode mm. and like and hurt you that would be dangerous <laughs> uh-huh yep but i remember growing up my friend you know when we were just young boys we would go out in the woods and play but that was one thing that we would do we would take matches with us and we would always you know light a campfire we would just scavenge for tinder and yep. and just get a just get a fire started and with the other thing with fire pits that's kind of interesting is like mine is i actually built it down like below my deck level so that when you're sitting around it you can actually see and feel the flames and the heat oh, wow. coming up but i doesn't know that, that like doesn't that like burn up the timbers of your deck well i have it surrounded with uh pavers so like i have a it's like a the pit is actually built out of pavers and then uh-huh. the pavers come above the deck a little bit but the fire is actually down in the pit because you know a fire pit <laughs> yeah yeah is it like a manufactured pit or did you just line it do you dig a hole and line it with bricks it was built by john deere because it is the rim of a tire from my dad's tractor. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> so it's a family heirloom then too. Yes. It's a John Deere uh, rim from a 4010 tractor. And I put that down and then I built pavers around it. And then I built the deck around that. Wow. That's pretty ingenious. Yeah. it's <laughs> That sure beats a 55 gallon drum. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Have you ever seen a fire? Like I was at a wood yard, a gentleman out my way that makes firewood for me. He has a 55 gallon drum. You know, it sits out by a splitter and I think he uses it for heat, but he also throws scrap in there. And if he comes across like ants and stuff, you know, it goes in. Yep. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never been a fan of like the 55 gallon drum or like the, the high, fire pits that have like a cap on them and then they have like a design like a moose and some trees on the side where you like see the flame yeah. through this design like i like to see the fire you know that's sure that's where, where yeah i remember in the remember the tv show mash with with hawkeye and radar and hot lips Hulahan. i always remember that was like the first time i saw that when i was a little boy growing up when they would be walking across their compound of their camp, there would always be 55 gallon drums set out with a fire in them. Yep. You know, and there'd be like people huddled around them, warming up on their way to uh, wherever they were going. <laughs> I've never had a 55 gallon drum. No. But if I ever did, I would want to build a fire in it. <laughs> well, you know, they make, uh, they also make those new, they're called solo stoves that are like smaller. They almost look like a drum and they're claimed to be like a smokeless fire pit smokeless. that you can put on your Yeah, patio. they're stainless steel. Yep. They look they look cool and they look a little I I understand they're pricey, but I yes. have never heard anyone say anything bad about them. No. And I think, you know, and that's where okay. I I think that we could all be guilty of sometimes thinking that everyone lives the way that we do where everyone has a backyard you know or neighbors that you're not going to get mad because of a of a fire yeah and that's not the way a lot of people are a lot of people might have just like a a condominium or a townhouse with a real small patio and they can still 
have a fire on their patio because those things are smokeless. They have like that recycler, um, those holes that go around the top of it. Yep. And it recycles the smoke and it burns it for a second time. So it has limited smoke going out of it. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I actually have a couple, uh, customers who come to buy firewood. The only thing with them is they do require a smaller length piece of firewood. So th- yeah. and that, that gets them, I guess, burning better is if you have like the wood down inside there, but they just have a little, um, a little apartment and that, you know, they have a little slab uh-huh. of concrete out their back patio door and they can sit and have a fire and not disturb their neighbors. Like you said, it's, oh, it's wow. It's very cool. That would be, that's something, you know, cause that's the kind of customer I go after on my delivery route. And it really hit close to home the other day. Um, this gentleman, his house, it's just the way his house is. It's on a corner and he's, he's just like boxed in and, but he still likes to have a campfire. And the one neighbor, he says, you know, will will complain. And it's an, it's an elderly couple and he tries to be respectful of them. And so if the wind's blowing that way, he won't go out and have a fire. But that is one of the reasons he calls me because, you know, the wood that I deliver is dry Yep. Uh, because he had said, you know, if you put a a green stick of wood on there, it really smokes. And he says on certain nights with the way the weather is, it could just, you know, puts a haze of smoke all over the neighborhood. <laughs> yep. I have learned uh, that with an outdoor fire, whatever way you don't want the smoke to go, it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As my wife will tell you, it doesn't matter where she sits around the campfire. That's where the smoke will go right to her. Yep. <laughs> that's the same with my wife and yeah. with me sometimes. Like I just mm-hmm. can't find the spot to sit where the smoke isn't going. Yeah. I remember uh, this was the same kid that I used to go out into the woods with. His mom was like one of the big uh, Girl Scout leaders in our county. And I don't know if it was a Girl Scout thing or if it was just her, but she claimed that if you were at around a campfire and the wind or the smoke is blowing right into your face, you're supposed to say, I hate white rabbits. Yes. Three times. And then that will make the smoke uh, leave you alone. Yep. I use that <laughs> technique to this day. Is that what you would say? Yep. But I only say it once. Well, that's probably why I never worked for you. Well, it actually does say. work though. <laughs> I've had it work before. <laughs> if you say it three times, it will then go directly onto the person that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try that. Uh, uh-huh. next time. Maybe it's, maybe if, you only say it once, it just leaves temporarily and it comes back. But if you say it three times, it's the rest of the night. It doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's mm-hmm. it. I don't know. But there's something great about, it's like when you have friends over, you know, you go sit out on a driveway at night, man, just having a fire, like a little campfire, even on a hot night when you don't need the heat keeps, you know, keeps the yep. bugs away. It seems. And it's just, it's just something central and everyone gathers around. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it is very, uh, it's a unique experience, but one that I, you know, I guess if you haven't been around a campfire, you should get yourself around one, gather up some yeah. friends, well, grab some beverages and maybe, you know, cook a little food over it. Talking about cooking food with firewood though. I mean, that is, <laughs> that's as primal as you can get. And man, you know, of course, cooking on the grill is great, but using 
firewood and all the different species out there is what really makes everything makes everything memorable. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we used to, I used to have this little tripod stand that I would put over top of the fire that you can adjust the height of the grill. You know, it was, it was something we'd always take camping and that is cooking over an open fire. I mean, it's just can't be beat. Yeah. And I don't even mean like cooking your hot dogs, you know, because hot dogs still have like a, some kind of a manufactured smoky flavor in them anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, cooking your hamburgers over a hickory, hickory fire or cherry wood, you know, any kind of, any kind of uh, food like that where it's just sizzling on the grill or, or, you know, the new thing that I got is that smoker and, you know, the wood provides the heat. It's not like high temperature, but it's the smoke, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Smokers are, smokers are cool as well. I mean, they, you get, you can have some really, uh, elaborate and I guess exotic recipes you put in there with your meat. Yes. Yes. Vegetables, everything. And that is a lot of calls that I get for firewood for delivery is people that are cooking with it. And that's where, you know, having the right species is a big deal because people like to experiment with the different flavors. And then the new thing that I'm starting to see out there that's gaining a lot of popularity are these outdoor pizza ovens. Yes. Those are slick. And some people have made them, you know, out of bricks. And then there's the manufactured type that you can buy, you know, and they're kind of portable. You can wheel them around. But that is, uh, that's like the new thing now. A lot of people are getting into these, these pizza, wood-fired pizza ovens. Yeah. And and it's kind of cool because you can sit around and kind of see the fire. And then, you know, I think some of those, like you get the temperature really hot and you, your pizza is only in there for a few minutes and it's like cooked. Yeah. Done. Yeah, it, it is fast. And that's what, there's this one uh, company, they do catering uh, and they have like a food truck and that's what they do. They have a wood-fired pizza oven and they make those pizzas fast. I mean, yeah. like four minutes fast, yep. you know? Uh, it's it that the brick that the, they lay the dough of the, you know, the shell right on the brick and that's hot. And then that pizza oven's got like this dome roof and the heat circulates over there. And I mean, it just cooks that pizza fast. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to sticking a pizza in the oven for 20 minutes and those, those outdoor wood, you know, pizza ovens, it's like, yeah, four or five minutes and it's done. Yeah. Or if you go to a pizza restaurant, you guys sit there for 40 minutes before you get your pizza. Yeah. But that's, that's the one uh, thing that's kind of becoming a, I guess uh a fad at parties is they have like a, a pizza bar where you can build your own little pizza, put it in that outdoor pizza oven. It's done in four or five minutes. And, you know, so you can make multiple pizzas for your guests yeah. in no time. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, my daughter's going to have a graduation party here. Maybe that's something that we should do <laughs> instead yeah. of getting the usual uh, graduation party food. <laughs> that it would be something unique and different and would highlight the uh, the firewood side of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, you might be onto something here, Dan. I know. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. <laughs> All it takes is a uh, an important national holiday like Memorial Day, and it gets this discussion going about outdoor fire pits and campfires and cooking with wood. and Yeah. All the different all ways firewood 
can be, you know, used throughout the year. Be so, you know, a lot of people just think of firewood as heating. And like you mentioned yeah. at the beginning, the kickoff uh, of think, summer. Boom. Yeah. I see it as bringing everyone together. I think yeah. we could probably solve the world's problems if we can get people to gather around the campfire. Yep. Yeah. I think that's all it would take. And then the other, I guess, uh, uh, campfire extreme is the bonfire. Yeah. Now, have you ever been around a nice big bonfire in the summer? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. High school football nights, they'd have a, a, you know, the night before a big bonfire. and Usually not too good for eating, but drinking and consuming <laughs> beverages around a bonfire is definitely yeah. something to experience. <laughs> yeah, just try not to get too close to it if you value <laughs> your hair and your eyebrows. That's always um, when we would have big bonfires, you know, people would gather around and everyone would be standing kind of close and you'd light the fire up and then you'd watch everyone have to move way back. Yeah. As it burned down, people started moving closer. <laughs> There's always this flow of the people where they stood. Yeah. And then when it got really late and all the adults left, there would be like, who can jump over it? Yeah. <laughs> Who can run through it real fast without getting burnt? Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's all there's all kinds of ways to enjoy firewood throughout the summer and throughout this, I guess, yeah. like I said, the the the, uh, the non-heating season. Yeah, and I think because of the way we sell firewood, you know, we sell a smaller split stuff. Um, you know, our sales we're just not like a four month business you know, kind of like snow plowing, you know, you don't see people making money plowing snow in July, but <laughs> with firewood, yes, we, our phone rings 12 months out of the year, not just because of the restaurants, but because of, you know, homeowners having parties. Um, there's services out there too. I have seen firewood companies that have uh, like these bigger iron uh, fire rings that they rent for parties oh, and they, sure. you know, yep. if there's like a graduation party or something, they will deliver a fire ring and the firewood to burn in it. And then they come get it when the party's over. Wow. You know? Yeah. yeah all the things you can do with firewood. And, and back to your comment on the smaller splits, the one, that's one thing that, uh, you know, I always get a lot of grief over. I split my firewood too small, but for me, one of the other enjoyable things about having a fire outside in my fire pit is putting more wood on the fire. Yeah. And if you just have big chunks of wood, you don't have to put any more wood on. So <laughs> makes, the, makes the, you feel important. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. You, you know, you can stir it up <laughs> a little bit. You can put another couple pieces on and crisscross them or lean them on yeah. the TP. You know, it's just fun to add those, that wood to the fire. Sure. And you can make like a little design, you know, like a little triangle TP kind of yeah. a thing. And yeah, it looks great. And, and I'm, I'm that guy as well that always has his, uh, like the, I have a stick that I always poke the fire with and uh -huh. I'm always poking it just to kind of stir it up a little. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. I like with my outdoor wood furnace, I have a, I call it my poking stick, you know, and every year I like grant amnesty to like one stick 
<laughs> and I don't, and I don't, and it never goes in the furnace. I only use it, you know, to like poke the the fire and stuff with it. So I also, on my fire pit, have a little stick that could have easily been thrown onto the fire, but I use it to stir my, stir my coals. Yep. Oh yeah. My, my fire, my stick out of my pit is, is a wood stick that, uh, I don't even know what, I think it's from an elm tree actually, cause it's real smooth, no bark. And I've used it for years and that's one stick that never yeah. will end up in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And in fact, I'll, I'll just tell this story <laughs> when we were, when we had everyone over here for the YouTube, uh, live stream, uh, you know, I had my little fire pit out and Bob unbeknownst had grabbed those sticks and I had two of them and he threw them into the fire. <laughs> I saw it out of the corner of my eye and I felt like a dummy cause yeah, it's no big deal. But I ran over there real quick and I pulled him out of the fire and he goes, he got all nervous. He goes, what did I do? What did I do? I said, ah, oh. I says, don't worry about it. But I saved these things. He goes, oh man, I, I, I just feel terrible. I says, Bob, it's just a stick, but I've, I've granted these amnesty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I have a feeling though, that there's other people out there that do the exact same thing as us. Yes. It, uh, you have to. I mean, if, if you, <laughs> if you spend any amount of time around a fire pit during the summer or even camping, I mean, you go camping for a weekend Friday night, your first fire, you find one stick that you're going to poke the fire with and you keep that stick out and you, right the whole yeah. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's anyone out there that is doing exactly what Dan and I do, send us an email. Dan, what's our email address? The woodhounds at gmail.com. <laughs> woodhounds at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And the other thing you could do is you could also send us a picture of you around your fire this summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we can describe it to everyone on our podcast. <laughs> well, or, you know, we could possibly put them up on our Facebook pages or our Instagram yeah. accounts or our YouTube channels. You never know. We got, we yeah, might you can show it on your, you can show it on your live stream. Yeah. We might start needing, we might start needing to like intermingle our different, you know, platforms <laughs> at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That day, that day may come. You never know. Yes. All right. Well, Dan, is there anything else that we've left out that we can talk about on using firewood? Oh, firewood in the summer. I don't, not really just, you know, I think it's, uh, like if I'm sure a lot of people out there know exactly what we're talking about, but if you've stumbled upon this podcast and you don't know this summer, get outside, have a little fire with your friends and family, roast some marshmallows, make a s'more. Oh, you just can't have a better evening. Yeah. Yeah. It makes memories. It really does. All right. Well, maybe Dan, is it time to strike up the band? Yeah, let's strike it up. Strike up the band. Wait, let me All right. Let me make sure my guitar is tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in on this uh, great Memorial Day weekend, 2022. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And for kicking off the summer with the Woodhounds right here on the number one firewood podcast in the world. That's right. And don't forget to check back in with us on Wednesday mornings when we post a new episode every week. That's right. And everyone, enjoy the rest of your weekend and have 
a great day.